When people are complaining about how they are suffering, the powerful mind power of Viktor Frankl not only helped him to get over his time in the concentration camp, but also helped him to build the systematic psychological treatment, logotherapy. Good morning, America. This is a daily from New York. I'm Stephen Lo. In today's Behind the Truth special series, we are here to dig into existentialism, a theory brought by Viktor Frankl, and analyzes how he uses them throughout the book *Man's Searching for Meaning*. Today, our show brought a special guest, Michael. Would you introduce yourself to the audience? Thanks. I'm Michael, and I'm a psychologist who has paid my last year studying how Frankel reviewed existentialism as his theory. Today, I'm glad to be here to share part of my study to you. Okay. First, could you introduce existentialism to some of the audience that is unfamiliar to Frankel? So, existentialism, as it seems. Meaning, it emphasizes the existence of the individual person, determining their own development through acts of the will. To be more specific, it means people have full control of what they'll do, despite their suffering. Do you mean that people can determine their free will even though they are suffering? Yes. Here, I want to give example on Frankel himself. He himself had a tragical experience in the concentration camp. When he first entered the camp, the thought of suicide was entertained by nearly everyone in the camp. But although the severe environment of the camp is touching everyone's nerve, Franco had himself a promise that he would never touch the wire, which is a popular way of stating suicide in a camp. It is the firm belief of Franco made him come to last. He respected his life at any time, gives him courage to live to the end. Oh, I see. So you were saying that Franco made his success to the last because he guarded his last free will so as not to make his psychological state collapse in the camp. Yeah, and the term is determined by Franco as tragic optimism. Even when people are suffering, they can make them. Remain the state of happiness when they are dedicated to searching the meaning in their life. It's just like moving one's attention to another perspective, so that they will feel less of a pain from the suffering. Frankel also concluded that there are five stages of grief: denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and lastly, acceptance. Actually, I know a real example from real life. My friend recently told me his story about his son. He has got his SAT scores out, and the score is identical to his last score. He locked himself in the room for nearly three days. He must be experiencing grief. Yes, I agree with you. According to my own analysis, he must be at the first stage, denial. In this stage, people tend to consider the information they just received as somehow mistaken. Denial is a common defense mechanism that can help him buffering the immediate grief which is brought by the score. He may have repeated words like "this cannot be true" or "this is impossible." All these thoughts are part of this temporary phase which carry people through the first wave of pain. So, will he experience 
anger as the next stage? Yeah, although he may be trying to accept the truth, he will respond with angerness as the most apparent emotion outcome. They may be furiously blaming on the things that causes his low score. So at this stage, we, we should tell his mom to conciliate him, or else there will be a potential intense argument between the mother and the son. I see. The last question. What do you think we can do when we are experiencing grief? Which is to say, tragic optimism. Um, now, the most efficient technique I can think of is to derive from guilty the opportunity to change oneself for the better. As the example of your friend, the best way to go out of grief is to make him study more of the SAT, conclude what he did wrong in the previous test. In this way, he can turn the failing experience into a meaningful lesson, which teaches him how to face failure properly. Thanks, Dr. Michael, for sharing his opinion on existentialism, especially how to face the grief in the life. This is The Daily from New York. I'm Stephen Lowe. Stay tuned for the upcoming show, where Jackie from New York Times will give you the unveiling of World War. Also, for more information on the show, visit www.thedaily.existentialism. You can find us on iTunes and Castbox for more episodes. See you at next Tuesday.